Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Christian Wagner, and I'm the Militant Thomist. So today we're reaching our final episode in this series on the sacraments, sadly. But happily, this is going to be the best one. This is my favorite section in the entire uh, section, the entire um, treatise by St. Thomas on the Articles of the Faith. So let's get um, right into it. But before that, we're going to take a brief ad break in one note. For that, um, for Fluent Greek, it is FluentGreekNT.com, not FluentGreek.com. So uh, if you're interested in learning Greek and doing it the right way and not the uh, sucky way that most seminaries teach it, then um, that should be of interest to you. So check them out at FluentGreekNT.com and suffer through this ad break. Join my Patreon at patreon.com slash militantomist. You get access to more articles and videos. And if you'd like to help in another way, buy a Militant Thomas mug. Lastly, you can buy a book from Militant Thomas Press. See options below. Also, if you prefer audio, check us out on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Join the Discord to get involved. And if you're a patron, you get access to other Discord channels. Also, destroy that like and subscribe button and comment to annihilate that algorithm. Lastly, the show was brought to you by Fluent Greek. I'm sure you've forgotten your seminary Greek and need to get it back or just want to learn Greek to read sacred scripture in its original language. That's why Fluent Greek is here. Using modern pedagogical techniques, it has set it up so that you are reading Greek the very beginning and learn Greek how you're supposed to learn it through reading Greek. It sorts the New Testament by verse from easiest to hardest and then gives space repetition of these verses so that you can read Greek as soon as possible. Even better, it is only 15 bucks a month to use. But if you use the code militant, you can get 20% off and help the show. Go to fluentgreek.com to learn more. And the link is in the description. Okay, we're back. So I'm going to share my screen real quick and we will finish off this series, sadly. So remember, this is the last episode of the series, not the first. There are eight episodes before this. So uh, check those out. It should be this should be in a playlist uh, titled Introduction to the Sacraments or something to that effect. Um, so check those out to go over the uh, sacraments in general and then the seven sacraments in particular, one by one. And they're quick, easy Um these are easy tools uh, to send to Protestants uh, who are misunderstanding uh, Catholic teaching on the sacraments. Um, also Catholics, if you just want a quick and uh, I would say quick and dirty, but that seems a bit uh, sacrilegious, quick and clean overview of each one of the sacraments. So let us begin. So by the reception of these sacraments, man is led to future eternal glory, which consists in seven gifts, three of the soul and four of the body. So look at this. We, um, through the sacraments, are led to eternal glory. We are led to that beatific vision and joy which is had with God. That is what these sacraments through grace lead us. Remember, grace is not an end in itself, but grace leads to glory. There is nature which is perfected by grace and brought into glory after death. And just as there are seven sacraments, so are there seven gifts of um of glory so the first is given to the soul the first given to the soul is the vision of god in his essence according to the words we shall see him as he is so that first gift is the beatific vision wherein our intellects are completely illumined and actualized and where we have union with the divine essence this is the end of man the supernatural end of man is that beatific joy and overabundance we have in truly knowing god and that second gift is comprehension or that understanding of God as the reward of our merits. So run that you may obtain. So not only do we see God, but we know God in seeing God. And then the effect of this knowing God. The third is perfect enjoyment, wherein we shall have full happiness in God. 
that you shall abound in delights of the Almighty and shall lift up your face to God. So again, um, I, I feel like I keep having to reiterate this point. This is something which I, I like to reiterate, reiterate over and over again because this is such a underemphasized point in St. Thomas's thought. But the end of man, you want, you want to know what the end of man is? You want to know what the purpose of life is? The purpose of life in the end of man is to be happy. It is to be happy. As weird as that may sound because of how much happiness and joy and enjoyment and pleasure is completely corrupted by those in this life and how much suffering and pain we have to go through in order to, uh, in order to reach glory. Besides all of that, our chief goal and the full actualization of ourself is that we may have the enjoyment of God. And this isn't cheap enjoyment. It is the complete actualization of all of those created enjoyments which we have on earth. Do you find your happiness in power? Well, you'll be united to the God of omnipotence. Do you have your happiness in, I don't know, um, material things? Well, you have the God with whom there is all with who created all material things, which with whom there is all abundance of things. Do you seek your end in pleasure? Well, there's the fullness of joy and pleasure, which is found in the vision of God. The complete beatitude of God is what we participate in that complete happiness and joy. when We shall see the face of God. That is the end of man. And that is man fully alive man becoming so united with God that even the church fathers refer to man as becoming God. So the first gift that it should be enjoyed by the body is that of impassibility for this corruptible must put on incorruption. So our bodies will also be perfected, not only our souls. This is an incarnate reality, not a, uh, a completely uh, spiritualist reality that we live of immaterial uh, stuff in the afterlife. But no, our bodies are also brought to their perfection. They will be impassable. They will not be able to suffer disease and corruption and pain and sadness. Every tear will be wiped away. The second gift is brilliancy. Then shall the just shine as the sun in the kingdom of the father. So let's face it. Um, <laughs> A lot of times with our, our physical selves, we do not show off brilliancy. We often show off lack and uh, and physical, uh, to put it bluntly, ugliness. There are these defects that we see which uh, draw us away from that perfection of the body. We, uh, we, we are not our completely actualized self, but not only will we be perfected in the body in, in, in the resurrection, but also it will shine forth in ultimate brilliance that it will be a perfect beauty. Not only do we have that perfect goodness, but we also have that perfect beauty, which will happen. And then the third is agility, through which uh, they can instantly be present wheresoever they wish. They shall run to and fro like sparks among the reeds. So agility, we won't be bound by those uh, limits that we have here. The fourth is the gift of subtlety whereby they may penetrate wherever they desire. It is sown a natural body and shall raise a spiritual body. So uh, this is this is like Christ, who with his resurrection body passed through doors. We will be given the same uh, subtlety where we can, uh, we, we are not limited in, uh, in, in that aspect. 
So to all of which he may lead us, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. So if you enjoyed this video and appreciate the fact that uh, I made a, a, a Patreon video present to everybody, not just my patrons, please, uh, for more videos like this, go to patreon.com slash become a patron of any amount, get access to this, other articles, other videos, and also uh, free PDFs um, for, for all the books in which I print. So thank you and do penance for the kingdom of God is at hand. Glory.